ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I am Matt McJunkins. You are between the mats, and my man is here with me, Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? What's up, Junk? Man, what a great weekend. Got some awesome uh, football Friday night yes, all across did. the state, but especially for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, Saturday could have been better, but could have been worse. Could have been worse. Yeah. That's right. So, did you have a good weekend? I did. I did. It was a good weekend. Got to spend some time with some friends and celebrate one of my buddy's birthdays. and Holiday. Uh, holiday. So, no work for us tomorrow. And, yep. uh, but, uh, yeah, it was a good weekend overall. The Hogs pulled out a victory. I uh, was looking pretty grim there for, through the first three quarters. Um, I think we were all expecting them to come out and kind of put this one away early. But just took them a little while to find the rhythm. Yeah, you're right, man. You know, it's so funny because – emotional as a fan that first week you know you've been waiting and you're just like like we could have had when we've had terrible teams we just coming into it we we had so much hope right and so we felt that this weekend in the first half it was like you you weren't losing hope really but you just were like just a little disappointed well yeah we're we're not that good right but defense i thought played very well, especially considering how much they were on the field. And I felt like the offense started pulling it together the second half. They did. They yeah. did. And it's it's going to take a little while. I, just, I think, like you said, you summed it up pretty good. I think our expectations were so much higher. And then when you play a team like Rice that you're supposed to dominate and you're supposed to win, when you don't come out and do that early – just kind of deflates you a little bit. Yeah, and but, you know, we did cover the spread. We did cover the spread. Um, you know, defensively we played well, only allowed 308 yards of total offense. Offensively we were a little flat, um, 373 yards of offense. We had 13 penalties for, it was, it for was 100, rough, man. 117 yards. And I'm going to interject real quick because yeah. I was going to tell you my one complaint for the entire podcast this week. I hate targeting. It's, and let me tell you, here's here's the deal. It is a very, very needed protection. But the NCAA has failed with implementing it. I agree, 100%. I'm, I'm behind you on that one, 100%. I will tell you a, a glaring statistic that popped out at me when I was going through these that we're going to have to get better at. We were 3 of 11 on third down conversions. Yeah. That's not good. Not at all. I have to do better than that. KJ was 12 of 21 for 128 yards. One throwing touchdown, did have a pick. He had nine carries for 89 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, he's definitely a more capable runner than, than what we had last year. Right. Um, Traylon had a great game, 22 carries for 102 yards, one touchdown. Rocket, your man Rocket. I tell you. He's, he, he's he, going to be a stud. Yes, he was the uh, – you know, I said last week that I thought he was going to be the biggest shocker, yeah. and I still – I thought he was. Yeah, had seven carries for 44 yards and looked good doing it. Uh, Burks just didn't quite look himself, looked a little rusty. Yep. You know, um, he wasn't supposed to play. Right. Had five catches for 42 yards, though. Bumper pool all over the field, had 14 hmm. tackles. Um, to me, the star of the game was Jalen Cowell. Absolutely. I mean, 11 tackles, two interceptions, just a headhunter, leader on the field. He, You know, and, and the only thing, criticism I can think of of him just overall, not from Saturday, is that 
he's not real fast. Right. So he's not a great uh, defender. Sure. But you know, he didn't he didn't struggle there Saturday, and he there's not a game that he doesn't make big plays. That's right. That's right. And then Monteric Brown also had a, an interception that game. So defense played well, created three turnovers. Um, I think you'll see a huge improvement from this week to next week. Um, you know, the one thing I like about Pittman, or there's many things I like about him, but he's just honest, man. He just tells it yeah. like it is. And he, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. Right. And he understands we've got to get better. Absolutely. And he put it on himself. And so, anxious to see uh, how much they improve going into this week against Texas. The old oh, rivalry man. is back. Yeah, and, you know, I've, for two years now, or just coming into the second year, I, I, I can't figure out, and I don't understand – the Brawls third and third down play calling. It's pretty pretty head scratching at times. You know, you you throw a three yard pass across the middle right. of all places for a, try to, when you need seven yards, or you run you run a zone read, read yeah. on a on a third and seven. Yeah, you know, I I, I can't, I, I don't I don't see what he's seeing. Sure. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's had, I, I got frustrated with him last year. Right, about, me too. About the same thing. So I I don't understand his thinking either. But uh we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um I was a little bit disappointed we didn't get to see um Morgan. Our backup quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well I was kinda wanting to see him in action. Um, you know, all we've heard about is how fast he is. Yeah. And I thought maybe we'd give him a series or two. But, At least a package. Yeah. But yeah. I I think maybe maybe, you know, Pittman's just wanting to create some yeah. Confidence. In, I think you're in, right. In KJ, hundred percent. Saying, "Hey, we, you're our dude. We got you back." I so. felt terrible for Grant Morgan. Oh, gosh, Almighty. <laughs> I mean, so was it? Was it? It was the first series, right? Yeah. First or second? First. Uh, yeah, he just barely been in the game. Yes. Oh man, I hate hate it. We're gonna have him back for the whole game, right? I believe that's right. I think we should. Yeah. And then we'll have we'll have bumper for the second half. Yeah, that's right. Which, you know, I'll, I'll say this. You know, when Bumper's not in, you got uh, – is it Hayden? Hayden, right? Yeah. Henry, yeah. And uh, he, he's been really good. Yeah. But I was impressed with Grant's backup. Right. I mean, Morgan's backup played well. Yeah, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he, he made some plays. Yeah. So, you know, I think we're in good shape there. Good deal. What do you think, Texas? Are you, you going to give us a shot to win? or Well, what? We'll, go, we'll get to that in our next show. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. that's our – That's our preview. That's right. All right, cool. So let's go into uh, <laughs> let's go into yeah, our, yeah. Let's go into that, Matt. Our picks for last week. Um, I'll let you take this jump. Well, Matty Stats is struggling. <laughs> he he must be in some kind of brain fog. Well, you know the thing is, I, I'm really just playing for the drama. I'm just giving You're you trying a, to yeah, giving you an early lead, kind of build your confidence up a little bit. I know you took it hard last year when you lost. So. I, you beat me in both basketball <laughs> and football. Hey, there's no doubt about it. You you won last year. Um, but you have jumped out to a commanding lead. Well, I think you might be playing with your heart a little bit. I think P- you're picking right. picking with your heart. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I'm emotionally attached this year. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, and and. Uh, you know, one that I didn't pick last week that I would, tip, would have picked with my heart would have been the Arkadelphia one. Yeah. You picked him. Yeah. And, you know, I'm always – you know, I, I think the world of Shucker. I right. think he's a great coach and a great guy. And I actually picked him to lose sure. just because Hot Springs was so good. Yeah. And I got a little confused on who <laughs> Hot Springs had played the week before. Right. I, I was thinking they'd played Lakeside, but it was it was like Hamilton. Yeah. Lakeside. So, yeah, if I'd have thought that through, I probably would have picked Arkadelphia. But, yeah, we're going to get to that. So, so anyway – Junk Vegas, 
Another 20 for 25. That's 80%. You know, just making them bees. <laughs> just rolling along. <laughs> hey, it's kind of like, I'll tell you like, oh, uh, what's his what's his name said in 10 Cup? Just keep making those pars and all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Roy McElroy. That's right. <laughs> uh, Matty Stats. You know, we thought he was a C student. Turns out he was a little worse than that. These don't win championships. <laughs> no, they don't. Matty Stats was 17 for 25. Last week he was 18, so it's not like he really fell off that much. But uh, he has fallen back, I believe, uh, five games total. Okay. So you're not anywhere close to being out of it. Out of it. No. Uh, a matter of fact, we've had weeks that you could catch back up in sure, a week. Sure, sure. Uh, this week, probably not, because I think we're probably pretty similar in most of our games. Yeah. But there may be a few. Maybe a few. All right, so let's look at our standouts this week. All right. You're not going to play your jingle? Oh, well, since you said something. <laughs> let's just turn this up a little bit. Let's just bit. get it over with already. Victory is mine. After y'all see my pick from last week, we're going to talk about it a little bit. You're going to call me Crystal Ball. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. And nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know what I'm talking about? You know, Matt, I appreciate you reminding me of that. Because in all honesty, I may not get to hear it very many times this year. <laughs> and that's why I'm kind of kind of getting my feel right now because I know that it could sw- switch in a hurry. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so we had some pretty impressive uh, showings Friday night from some star athletes. Sure did. Um, I didn't see uh, – I didn't get any stats from the Clarendon game. Okay. So I would have liked to known how uh, McAdoo and Courtney did. Right. You know, they scored 30 – around four. four yeah. yeah. Uh, but, hey, my favorite stat of the week. You ready? <laughs> Let's hear it. Arkansas Razorback. Sonny tied in Shamar Easter from Ashdown. He kicked two onside kicks. <laughs> Not the stat I would expect to hear. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. He's everywhere. That's right. That's awesome. All right. Another standout performance at El Dorado. Sharmon Rester, 10 of 16 for 247 yards and four touchdowns. You know, this kid right here, he's going to be one of the premier quarterbacks in the state this yeah. year. I mean, kicking. He's got an absolute cannon for an arm. I saw him this summer, and he can also fly. I think he Penny. runs like a 4'4". Four, four. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Coach Jones has a has a stud down there. Yeah. Uh, PA, a couple of guys from PA, uh, and what a big win. You know, I talked to my cousin, Brian Duke. You know, Trev, I always talk about Trevor. Mm-hmm. His son's the center for uh, PA. And I asked I asked Brian, I said, hey, how do you feel about this game Friday night? He's like, man, I, you know, I don't know. He's like, you know. We're a little worried because, I mean, just because of who they are. Right. You know, this is a nationally ranked team typically. And I did a little research. They might be a little down because yeah. they lost a couple of games, but a couple of games to state championship teams. Right. Uh, right. But, man, PA come out and just. Offense is rolling, man. Man, they're so good. So, uh, Joe Hyman, 16 carries for 197 yards. That's, that's over 10 a carry. That's amazing. Four touchdowns. Then he had 12 catches for 171 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, this kid's unbelievable. Jeez. And uh, their quarterback, Charlie Fizer, 24 for 50. He threw the ball 50 times. Wow. <laughs> 383 yards, four touchdowns. And he also ran it for nine, nine times for 64 yards. So, just in those two, they ran it 25 times on top of throwing it 50. Yeah. That's a lot of offense. That's a lot of offense. Speaking of offense, while we're on PA, did you see what Coach Kelly's – Oh, I forgot to put that in our notes. Our Presbyterian threw for 10 
touchdowns. Ren Hefley, which yeah, where's where he from? Bryant. Bryant. That's right. That's right. He's from Bryant. Yeah. Went to Michigan as a walk on, right? And then uh, went over there with Coach Kelly. Threw for ten touchdowns, like five hundred eighty-four yards. Yeah, he set a he set a FCS record for touchdowns. <laughs> Just insane. Liberty's first game, they went they scored fifty four points and won. Uh, the first play in Coach Kelly's college career was a was a successful onside kick. Is that right? Yep. I'll be dang. That's pretty awesome. All right, we go down to Prescott for our next standout. Karsten Poole had four passing touchdowns last Friday. Boy, and they put it on a good team. Uh, Greenbrier, hey, they look good on both sides of the ball. And there's a lot of offensive that was, uh, offensive numbers that were impressive, but, man, the defense Saturday night. Shannon Howard, two punt blocks. Right. And then also Preston Riddle, two interceptions. And one of them he picked off on the 10-yard lines and went 90 yards for a score. It was pretty awesome. It was. Yeah. It was. Arkadelphia, Greenbrier's next opponent, had two standouts themselves. Donovan Witten was 10 of 15 passing for 220 yards and three touchdowns. And then Jayshon Davis, eight carries for 125 yards, two touchdowns, and one catch for 13 yards. The ball, the human bowling ball. <laughs> Dude, he's such a man child. He is huge. They, I, I saw they had another running back that ran it a little more than him. Okay. That had, also had a good – I don't think he has many yards, but you know. Gotcha. Um, Charleston, Brandon Scott over there, six for nine. That's efficient right there. That's very efficient. 152 yards on nine passes, uh, two touchdowns. Or, uh, yeah, on six receptions or six completions for two touchdowns. At Harrison, Logan Plumley stepping in the quarterback position this year. Two hundred thirty-five yards passing, three TDs. Boy, they're doing. They're playing some ball. They are, and that was a that's a heck of a game against their their rival Mountain Home. Yeah, playing up. Yeah. Uh, let's see who were we at? Oh, center point. Now, this is one that I'm I'm real high on. This quarterback, Josh Lawson, talking about talk about efficiency. Yeah. He was efficient last week. Yes, he was. And then he's eleven for fourteen this week. 249 yards and four touchdowns. Heck of a game. Yes. Bigelow, the Panthers, their quarterback, Keithlin Brown, rushed for 220 yards and four touchdowns. And then their running back, Hunter Alexander, rushed for 175 yards and four touchdowns. That's 400 yards <laughs> and eight touchdowns between two players. Pretty solid. Yeah, that's impressive. Bryant, you know, they're just rolling as, as expected. Uh, Chris Ganaway had 15 carries for 184 yards and four touchdowns. And then Carson Burnett was eight for nine. For passing one incompletion, he had two touchdowns and he also ran for fifty-five yards. I saw where the Ganaway kid got an offer from Memphis this weekend. I saw that too. I saw that too. All right, Greenwood, Hunter Houston, the quarterback there at Greenwood, threw. He was twenty-one of twenty-nine for three hundred fourteen yards and three touchdowns, and also carried it thirteen times for eighty-three yards. You have a game like that, you don't expect it to be a close game. No, that was a that was a shootout. It was. Uh, North Little Rock, you know, we weren't real sure how they were going to be offensively after losing a Kareem Cotton. Right. You know, we talked to uh, Coach Sanifer, and, you know, they tra- traditionally they're kind of a ground and pound, right. and, and, and he said they weren't going to try to reinvent the wheel. But, hey, Malachi Gober, uh, 16 for 26 for 237 yards and three touchdowns throwing the ball, and then also ran it five times for 77 yards. But then T- Torrance Moore, running back, he ran it for 15 times for 153 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, so impressive. They impressive. look good. Yeah. They look good first time out. Nashville, Ethan Gunner, 25 of 39 for 364 yards and four touchdowns. I was glad to see them come back and yeah. play and play well this week after, Absolutely. you know, losing to Pleasant Grove. Yeah. Uh, Sheridan, huge win for that club. Huge win. Because uh, that club's been down. They have. But Connor Canter- Canterbury was 8 for 11, threw for 174 yards and a touchdown, and then he ran 19 times for 121 yards and two touchdowns. 
All right, and then we go down to Cabot to finish off our standouts for week one. Grant Freeman for Cabot was 15 of 22 for 217 yards and two touchdowns. And then Mason Bell carried it 15 times for 138 yards and two touchdowns as well. So congratulations to all those guys and uh, standout performances for week one. And I wish I'd have gotten – next week, remind me, I wish I'd have gotten Austin Meyer stats because I bet you they had a had – a, do you I, have them? I think I've got them. I think – Coach Langrell sent them to me earlier today. Because he, he had to have had a good game. He was 19 of 23 for 297 yards and four touchdowns. Wow. So, what yeah. an impressive. Yeah. Yeah, great job by Austin Myers there. All righty. So, that will finish us up with that. Now, we'll go through our recap from last week. You want to start at the bottom or the top? Um, I think we start at the bottom last week. Let's start at the top. All you right. take 7A. All right, 7A it is. So, last week I had Bentonville at number one. Um I was wrong, of course. <laughs> as, well, I had him at two. As Conway goes into Bentonville territory and knocks off one of the best teams in the state after Conway took a loss yeah. the week before. That's going to shake some things up because cause the Fayetteville team, who was uh, in that same conference yeah. as Bentonville, knocked off Conway. That's right. Before. So Conway beats them. Um, 55-41, still not a whole lot of defense there for Conway. They'll have to get that figured out if they want to win a state championship. But uh, offensively, they just continue to roll. Bryant, of course, took care of Marion last week, a big win, 58-7. to um, Fayetteville, I had it three last week. Uh, they had a close loss to an Oklahoma-Owasso. Not really sure much about that team, but obviously they're, they're pretty, yeah they're stacked yeah they are because they beat Fayetteville forty eight to forty two. I think they have some impressive facilities too over there. Gotcha. Number four, I had Cabot four last week. Um, another impressive win over Jonesboro. They beat Jonesboro forty seven to twenty seven. You know that that Cabot bunch. I, I'm they're starting to grow on me. Yeah, you know I've been high on. Them. I know you have. I know you have. I'm, they're starting to grow I, on me. With me, it's more of a Scott Reed thing. I got you. I got you. Well, speaking of Scott Reed, he gets to face off against his old team. Yeah, he does. He does. And Stephen Jones, who, who you know I yeah. like. Yeah. And then five, they had North Little Rock. Uh, they put it on Harbor for their first uh, first game of the year. They beat Harbor 58-28. to We talked about Conway at six. Seven, I had Bentonville West. They beat Muskogee, Oklahoma, 21-13. to Number eight, Northside, they were off last week. Springdale Harbor lost big to North Little Rock and then Little Rock Catholic. They lost to Star, lost in the Star in Dallas to Nolan Catholic, 36-34 to in overtime. And I don't have any idea what that means. <laughs> Do you? Well, I think, if I read right, that Nolan Catholic was either the state champion or the runner-up in the private school classification last year in Texas. Well, there you go. Yeah. That tells you a little something. Um, so that takes us to six A. Takes us to six A. Well, you know, you've had Lake Hamilton at one. I've had Greenwood at at one, and uh, you know, Greenwood did win, but not not really impressive. A lot closer than many yeah. would expect it. And I hate to say not impressive. I guess defense didn't didn't impress right. like I expected. Sure, especially after seeing Northside beat Southside pretty right. handedly. Yeah. So Greenwood beat Southside fifty four to forty eight. That is playing up classification. That's right. But uh, I think teams in the past of Greenwood would have been more dominant. Uh, I've got Lake Hamilton at number two. Uh, did not play Jonesboro. You know, lost a, lost one by twenty to Cabot. But you know that's a Cabot team who's really impressive. They're in seven A. El Dorado 
they they knocked off Fairview, uh, Fairview playing up there, but a Fairview team that looked good the week before. Yep. Uh, El Dorado won that one by four. Palm Bluff, I had them at five. They didn't play. Parkview was at six. 47-0 win over Southwest. Seven uh, had Benton. They didn't play. Uh, number eight, Cersei. They lost to Little Rock Christian, 38-20. to uh, They've had a couple, couple of tough games yeah. to start with. Yeah, they have. Uh, West Memphis, number nine. They lost a win pretty big, 35-13. to And number 10, Sylvan Hills, with a big win down at Central, 30-0. to All right, so that'll jump us into 5A. And we talked about it a little bit earlier when we were going through our standouts, but Pulaski Academy with another impressive offensive performance, putting up 60 against Mississippi Ridgeland Academy, uh, beat them 60-39. to They uh, go out of state again this week to Lipscomb Academy. Old Trent Dilfer. Where Trent Dilfer is the head coach. You know, he's a good dude. Yeah. Like, he's an impressive guy. He is a very impressive and, and guy. And he's, he's, he speaks a lot. You know, he mm-hmm. lost a child. He did. And uh, he, he's just a really impressive guy. And, and I think he's probably a really good coach. Yeah. I agree. Uh, number two, we had Little Rock Christian. They beat the 6A Cersei Lions 38-20. to Number three, win beat West Memphis 35-13. to Number four, Greenbrier, a uh, very impressive performance at Batesville. Uh, they were up 42-0 at half, end up winning 44-10. Harrison had it, Harrison at five, close win against the rival Mountain Home. I believe, Junk, if I read this right, I think Mountain Home had the ball inside Harrison's 10 with under a minute to play, driving in to tie or, or possibly win, and the kid uh, fumbles the football. And I think Harrison gets it back. Kind of feels a little familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> it's some of that goblin spirit. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Number uh, let's see here. I had actually had Magnolia. I'm sorry, I had Magnolia in my top three last week, and I um, failed to mention them. Um, they, man, they just uh, laid an egg this week against Crossit, 15 to three. So uh, Magnolia's struggling a little bit. Did they put the ball on the ground ten times? No, that was last week. That was last yeah. week? Okay, okay. Yeah, that was last week. But, yeah, they're, they're just struggling right now offensively. They can't seem to get it going. So, not really sure what the deal is there. Um, number eight, I had Hot Springs Lakeside. Uh, they were just they just not getting it clicking on offense again this week. They're struggling a little bit there. They've only scored 14 points offensively in the last two ball games. So Yeah. Who was it that they played? Uh, trying to think. Oh, was it Sheridan? Yes, that's yeah. who Sheridan yeah. beat. That's right. That was yeah. a huge win yeah. for Sheridan. That's right. And then let's see, round out my top ten. I had Maumel last week at nine. Tough loss in overtime to Joe T. And then Camden Fairview uh, lost to a much improved El Dorado, 40-36. That was a big showing for Maumel. Yeah. All right, 4A. 4A. Shallow Christian, uh, they played. did they play at Poto or was it at home? I can't remember. I can't either. I kind of think they went over there. Okay. Uh, that Poto team's played for some state championships I know in the past. I know the mayor over there. He's a friend of mine. Back Is that when, right? Back when, when the Fayetteville Shell was booming over here, he he worked over here. I worked with his dad. I got and, you. Uh, but uh, good guy, Scotty White's his name. I think they're actually playing Alma this week. Are they really? Yeah. Yes. Well, that might not be good news for Alma because <laughs> Shiloh beat them 27-21, and we know how good this Shiloh right. team is. Yeah. Uh, Stuttgart, uh, they were number two. Uh, big win over Star City, 35-14. I believe they're, that was playing up. Uh, maybe one in Star City five. No, they're four. No, they're four? Yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, Warren, tough loss to what we think is a really good Whitehall team. 
that is playing up 5A. Yes. Uh, they lost 35-0. to zero. Joe T. Robinson, they uh, pulled off a, uh, a big win. Huge win for them. Over Mommel yeah. in overtime yeah. by three. Is that right? Yeah, you know, Joe T. Robinson, their, their first three games, <laughs> they're all playing up in classification. They played PA. Then they turn around uh, and play Maumelle, and then this week they go to Marion. So, and that's a team that has been impressive. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, CrossFit was number five last week. Uh, played Magnolia. Uh, that's that's playing up for them, mm-hmm. and a Magnolia team that we really thought was <laughs> going to be good. And I'm not I'm not writing them off. Writing yet. them off. Yeah, they've got to figure things out offensively. Yeah, because that offense last year was dynamic. It was amazing, and they scored three points against uh, CrossFit, losing fifteen to three. Uh, Prairie Grove. Took one on the chin from a Farmington team that we believe is probably pretty good. You know they're well coached yep. with J.R. Elridge up there. Uh, they beat uh, Farmington beat Prairie Grove 56-27. Arkadelphia with a great bounce back win after losing last week. I think they had some some uh, heat exhaustion last week that hurt them, but mm-hmm. they, they pulled out a big win over Hot Springs 43-27. That's also playing up in 5A. Malvern, uh, they won 30-20 over Glen Rose. Lone Oak didn't play in the number 10. Had Ash down last, uh, at number 10 last week, and they uh, put it on to Queen playing up in 5A, 42-0. Very nice. With their Shamar Easter two onside, onside kicks. kicks. All right, that'll bring us into 3A. And so last week, uh, Prescott Curly Wolves, they just continue to roll, beat a, uh, what we feel like is a good Garden team, beat them 50-7. to seven. Uh, Harding Academy took a loss to a 5A playing up two classifications. Yeah. Valley View team, 31-30. to 30. So, that was a heck of a ball game there. Yeah. And, that, I mean, there's a lot of difference between 3 and 5A. Big difference. And Boonville uh, continues to roll. Impressive win over a 4A Ozark. Beat them 42-12. to 12. That, that, That's a good Ozark team. That score shocked me a little bit. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I did think I did pick Boonville to win, but not by that margin. Well, you know, Boonville was really good. It dominated in their conference last year and, and was good, but I think we're just seeing what they've done get to the next level right. this year. Yeah. Number three, let's see here. I had Boonville at three. Number four, Osceola beat Blyville 28-0. to zero. Did you know, I heard this on the radio on the way up to the game, that Blyville's starting quarterback this year ended up quitting the team because he signed a multi-million dollar rap contract. I did not know that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, is that not crazy? Multi-million dollar rap contract. I probably would pick that over high school football too. Yeah, well, and this kind of gets us off. I don't want to go too far to this, but did you see Bryce Warren? Bryce Warren, yeah, I did. The kid from from uh, Central. Yeah, he was a sophomore. I know. Foregoing two years of high school basketball and college to go play professionally. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that. You know, they didn't give him a lot of money. No, there's no way. No, couldn't have. I think I think I was I heard somebody say that it's a hundred thousand dollars a year was the contract. Man, and you're talking about physically going up against some men. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not either. Number five, Charleston, an impressive win over Dardanelle, 36-9. to nine. Number six, McGee beat DeWitt, 47-22. Uh, to 22. Number seven, Paris uh, looked good again last week in their win, 34-6 to six win over J.C. Westside. Center Point continues to roll, had another good win at Murfreesboro, 35-14. to 14. Newport, uh, their game with Heber was canceled, I believe, due to covid and then rising, um, blank ball knob, 24-0. to zero. That was a good win for rising. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. All right, that gets us down to my boys over in 2 That's right. I love small-town football. Shocker this week. It started off, you know, when number one, we had Desark. Desark took it on the chin from McCrory, who last week, 
you know, played a close one with Hazen. Right. Turns out Hazen's pretty good, too. Yeah. So, uh, McCroy went in that one, 36-26. Uh, Bigelow, number two, they won pretty pretty big over uh, Carlisle. They won by 22, 54-32. Clarendon, uh, big win over Barton, 34-22. I say big win. Kind of expected a little more yeah, out of that. Right. Uh, but uh, Gurdon lost to a Prescott team that is apparently just unbelievable. Uh, fifty to seven lost there. Doesn't really know. Don't really know what that says about Gurdon because right. Prescott's so good. Magnet Cove lost one to uh, to uh, Bismarck, thirty one thirteen. That Bismarck team is playing some ball right now. Quitman uh, went to Melbourne. Uh, Quitman was supposed to play at home, and their field's not quite ready. It's right. close, yeah. uh, so they go to Melbourne and uh, and they get shell shocked over at Melbourne, fifty one to twelve. Fordyce didn't play. Mount Ida they they lost a, a tough one to, to Perryville, thirty three to fourteen. Number nine, McCrory, impressive win over Desart, as we mentioned. Yeah, 36-26. And then Junction City, uh, they they took care of business and handled smack over 20-0. All right. So that will wrap us up with our recap podcast for this week. A lot of good games last week. I love just having the atmosphere back, the fans back. Man, it's just – Friday night's just good for the soul, man. Yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot. And I apologize because I didn't ask you this before. Uh, What would you – what's your biggest – Upset, biggest impressive win this week. Ooh man, I would say probably probably that McCrory over Desart. That was that's probably the best pick. You yeah. know, my my other one would be what's that? That Sheridan win. Yeah, that's huge for them. That's huge because that team that that program used to be awesome. Yeah, and they've really struggled. They have they've, to beat a Lakeside team. That's that's yeah. huge. Well, a Lakeside team that a lot of people before the season had them ranked in the top 10 in 5A. That's exactly right. So, yeah, we did. Big, ten, big, big win for Sheridan. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, that's going to wrap us up. We appreciate y'all listening. Hope you're enjoying the podcast and how we're how we're kind of breaking it up into two episodes this year. And so uh, we appreciate all the support and continue to listen. And we'll go ahead and get this one out. I'll try to get it out tonight. Okay. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. Yeah, because there's no reason to wait for a recap. And then uh, I, I guess we'll probably have our review again probably – Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. Be good. All right. Check y'all later. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.